Just because the Cowboys lost, Sky wasn't going to be here this morning. Good morning, good people. Welcome to ADZ Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker Still, right here. Boy, follow me on. Twitter at Skywalker Steel. I see we are already jumping in the chat. Shout out to everybody that's joining us on this losing Friday with the Cowboys lost 31 to 29 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're gonna talk about it. It is the morning after a primetime game, so a whole bunch of film and things like that are not out. So these are our initial thoughts. And if you want to give your initial thoughts, call into the show. 351-999-37. 87 that's 351-999-3787 uh we're gonna have these phone lines open and rocking for y'all today because I, you know having the game on a sunday night or, or a thursday night and then that next morning whew, emotions are high right emotions are high right after the game and that's how it was for myself and jesse at revolver yesterday which i'll get to in a second they were high in the sense of it's right after right so what i like to do for the show Following the game, collect myself a little bit, right? Think a little bit. Now, the game was late as hell, so it wasn't much thinking I could do. I came home and went to sleep. But we're here. We're not going to let emotions run a little bit. We're going to talk about this. And um, there's some good. There's some bad. But ultimately, this sport is about the bottom line, and the Cowboys couldn't get it done at Raymond James Stadium against the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, shout out to Miss April Showers for the $20 donation. She says, great show last night. So proud. Thank you very much, uh, Miss April. I appreciate you. And what she's talking about is the debut, the 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 first game day live, ADZ Sports game day live at Texas Live, uh, Revolver Brewhouse. Man, y'all can't tell right now, but my voice is, I'm still trying to get that thing back. It was, it was amazing, guys. Like the atmosphere was awesome. The fans were awesome. You guys in the chat, right? Like, you guys in the chat were great last night in the pregame show, in the, in the, in the postgame show, and at halftime. Postgame was a little crazy because you had some, some some crazy folk in there. But it was, it, was a, it was a really good first experience, in my opinion. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Somebody said, were you broadcasting? Uh, where were you broadcasting from last night? Were you at Texas Live? Yes. We were at Texas Live Revolver Brewhouse right outside when you're walking to get to the stadium, if you have tickets and you go to the stadium, you'll pass us. So uh, we're excited to do this every single game. So if you're here for in the DFW area, come through. Come through. If not, check us out, man. Check us out. Um, Man, 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 man. I, <laughs> where do you start last night? I The prediction of the game, and people kept asking, what's your prediction? What's your prediction? The prediction of the game that I gave at, in the pregame show was 31 Tampa to 24 Dallas. This whole thing in the national media that the Cowboys didn't have a chance, I thought was absolute hogwash. And we talked about it here on the show. It was hogwash because number four played. If number number four plays, he has a chance to put your team in position to win. And we're going to talk about all that. But real quick, let me give some shout outs to folks in the chat that are here. 
Miss Tamara, James, David, C. Burleson, I see you, Tino, Mark Felix, M.D. Angels, G. Money, Brian ba- Brafford, Chase, watching, I see you, Carson, Stevie McDamaga, salute to you, Felipe from France. Now, Felipe, did you call into one of the dot-com shows the other day? They were talking about you. They had a Felipe from France, and I said, this got to be Felipe from France. Shout out to you all the way from France, uh, Felipe. Mark Smith, Mr. Carr, I see you, Mr. Carr. Shannon Sharp, not the real Shannon Sharp, you know. Miss April Showers, James, Chris Woods. Hey, I got a chance to see Woody at the show last night, so salute to you, brother, for coming through. Randall Jackson, East Side Harold. We knew he was going to be in here, right? We, we just knew the hater was going to be in here. What's up, man? Pena over there on Facebook. Shout out to Facebook in the building. James and the many, many more. Oscar Trucker Life. I see you guys. Chris, thank you guys for joining me this morning as we try to work through this morning aftermath of a loss. I had something planned, right? Like I, I was going to do a thing for you guys after wins. I was going to come in, my, you know, my jacket on, my suit, and, and, and be real suited and booted, have the, the shades ready for you and all that. But Dallas couldn't get it done they couldn't get it done but it's all good man there's a lot to take from and we're going to get into that so uh it's time for the morning roundup round them up boys Indeed, it is the morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness. Listen, guys, you got to check out Texas Family Fitness. If in your, if you're in the DFW area, they have state-of-the-art equipment. I can't wait to go there this weekend. Let's kind of get this loss out. I like the, When we lose or when you feel in a certain type of way, I could just go lift a little bit or something. You know, go run. Let's do something. But they have a variety of things in there if you don't want to lift weights, man. They have a, a huge, massive free weight area, a huge cardio center. And if you need that little push, like I said before, they have experienced professional certified trainers. They got everything you need for a great fitness experience at an affordable cost. This month, go in there. They have a 10 for 10 special. $10 down, $10 a month. And let them know that A to Z Sports and Skywalker Steel sent you in. and They'll hook you up. I promise you, Texas Family Fitness is worth your money. I'm telling you. Got to check them out. All right, let's get into this morning roundup. Dak Prescott, after the game, had something interesting to say. And we see this sometimes, right, after, you know, they talk to quarterbacks. And he's like, hey, 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 uh, Tom, we'll see you again. We'll see you again. And of all the people to say something like that, Dak Prescott deserved to come out that game saying that. He dueled Tom Brady, the GOAT, the seven-time Super Bowl champion, the reigning defending, the reigning defending champion 42 for 58 403 yards three touchdowns one interception and one that interception came off of cd's hand talk about the throw did y'all see that throw when you first saw it did you think come on dak what you doing man and then you saw the replay you're like damn cd gotta catch that dak to me looks in mid-season form he just he it it looked like he was ready to go And, and I thought it might take a, a series or two. It didn't even take that long. He was good to go. We'll talk about the 58 pass attempts and why I'm not as upset as I... Not upset. I wasn't upset yesterday, but there's some context to it. 
We'll get to the context. Uh, Chris says, what caused us to lose was Kellen Moore. Huh? We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Victor said, perfect throw to CD. He needs to catch that. And that's, you know, CD Lamb, man, talk about a game, right? Like, talk, talk about a game that CD had. It was very, very up and down. Uh, let's see. How, what was his stats last night, guys? He had 104 yards on seven catches, one touchdown. It felt like he had about three or four drops, though. I could be exaggerating. Right? Like, I could be exaggerating. He might not have three or four drops, but it felt that way. Uh, but I'm not. I'm encouraged by what I saw offensively in the passing game. And that's, again, that, that never was my worry going into this game. Going into this season was not my worry at all. I think Dak Prescott looked great. And we'll dive more into it as we get rolling here. <laughs> Mind you, Dak did all that with Michael Gallup hobbled. He left the game, I believe, in the third quarter and never came back with an ankle injury. Um, we'll, we'll monitor that this week. I, and this is where your depth comes in. Your 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 said Wilsons, your Noah Browns, that depth comes in. The Cowboys, with to have C.D. Lamb and to have Amari Cooper, who... <laughs> are, y'all, are y'all done now? Are we done with the Amari Cooper discussion? Are we done? He's wide receiver one. He's elite. One of the best in the league. Let's not get rid of him. <laughs> Silly conversation. But when you have those guys and you got Dak throwing the rock, I hate to say you can afford to lose one, but you can. And if Gallup can't play or needs time to to get back from injuries, Cedric Wilson, I think, can come in and and hold the fort down, and your offense in the passing game will be fine. I'm with you, T Mac. He says uh, Cooper slander must stop. Victor says Cooper's a dog. I, you know, Coop is the man. I, 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 it's funny because he doesn't say much. He just goes out there and does that, and then you're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know. Maybe I should go back in my hole for the folks that say get rid of Mari Cooper and pay Michael Gallup. Love you, Mike, but you're not better than uh, Mari Cooper, and Mari Cooper opens up this passing offense. He opens up this passing offense. All right. Talked about all the good stuff. What can Brown do for you? Not a whole lot. Unless your name is Antonio Brown. And I'm I'm really trying to mince my words here because I, 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 I yesterday the frustration kind of boiled out at halftime with Antonio Brown. But Cowboys Nation. I don't what more do we need to see? One, two, three, ball said, not a damn thing. What, what more? Yeah, I got to talk to you guys here. You can talk to me. 351-999-3787. Cause I don't want to, you know. But what more do the Cowboys need to see <clears throat> from Anthony Brown? To show you that this isn't the guy. And yes, he went up against Tom Brady. Yes, he was going up against Antonio Brown. Do you think that teams aren't going to watch this or watch past years and say, Mouse and House? We talked about Mouse and House in the pregame show. If you guys don't know what the Mouse and House is, it's a basketball term. If you got a mismatch in the paint, you're screaming Mouse in the House, and they dump it in, and they continue to dump it in until you fix that mismatch. That's what happened with Antonio or with Anthony Brown. That's what happened. He is the Mouse in the House week in, week out, and 
here on this channel, we've talked about this. I'm not sure what, everywhere else. It, it was inexcusable to not have Maurice Kennedy start the year, in my opinion. Even more so after the first half. I don't care if it was Antonio Brown. You think the Chargers aren't going to say, we're going to get Keenan Allen on that guy. Here's the thing. He's not the slot cornerback this year. You can hide him in the slot in previous years. You can't hide him on the boundary. I said I wasn't going to let my emotions get high, but it is frustrating when you watch the game. I'm no coach. I'm no expert. But I feel like that's common sense. What he said, Anthony Brown is looking like Nolan Carroll. Uh, somebody talked about Evans getting shut out. Yeah, I mean, Diggs is the real deal, right? Like, like Diggs is good. Diggs played well. Diggs made it tough on Mike Evans. It never was Diggs we were worried about. It's Jordan Lewis. It was Anthony Brown. It was can the middle get to Tom Brady. And when those things didn't happen, when the middle couldn't get to Tom Brady, he just... As we go on here, we'll talk about how things will be. I think things will be okay in the long run. However, if you want to be a championship team, you got to do championship things. Got to do championship things. Uh, Jamico says, "Where was Jabril Cox? It, there was no way he was like that. wasn't going to happen. So I'm not even tripping about it. Like he he wasn't going to get on the field week one. All right. So say Don says McGovern proved he's a starting guard in this league last night." So, yeah, let's let's get into the game a little bit. The offensive line, I think, held up well enough, right? Like, they didn't blow them out of the water. We knew, see, we knew this game wasn't going to come down to running the right. They weren't going to be able to run the ball, at least up the middle. What was the word we used during the week? It's not about the quantity of running the rock. And I'm going to tell you why when you look at these statistics here. It's about the efficiency of running the rock. And in my opinion, where the Cowboys were most efficient at running the rock, which was something we talked about here, was the edges. When Zeke and TP pressed the edges, they had success. Now, once all the uh, the analytics and things pop back up here, we'll get the actual numbers. But just by watching and and remembering from last night, they seem to get their best plays out there. And I'm not talking about when they pressed the middle and then bounce it outside because that's hard to do against a fast defense. Now, sounds like we did get we did get in. Okay, thanks guys, appreciate that. Now, I will say this: I damn, I damn sure didn't expect fifty eight passes. Not gonna lie to you, didn't expect that. I, you know, earlier in the week we said this may be a game that the Cowboys are gonna have to lean on Dak Prescott. I mean, I thought I saw that from a mile away due to how good the front is against the run. I didn't see fifty eight passes. Here's the thing, though. They needed him. And as it was happening last night, I'm like, man, this is what happens when you throw 50 times. Or this, this is what happens when you throw 40 times. Think some bad things can happen. A lot of good things happen, though. Because your strength is out there. Dak Prescott, all the weapons, the tight ends, right? Throwing the rock out the backfield to the running backs. It didn't happen to Zeke a lot. TP got four catches, but Zeke only got two. This was going to be a game where you had to have the extended handoffs and it was going to be relied on by Dak Prescott. And before I get into the calls, I'm going to tell you why 
if you're out there and you're upset the Cowboys didn't run the ball 30 times or 28 times or whatever, don't be. Because the Cowboys were able to do, and Dak Prescott was able to do what you would have wanted the run game to do anyway. And that's two things. I hear this all the time. You got to run the ball so so the defense can stay off the field. Tampa Bay only had 13 possessions. That's not a lot. Well, you gotta run the ball, so you so you don't you know you can win time of possession. Cowboys won time of possession by almost ten minutes. Well, well, well if you don't run the ball, how are you gonna be successful on third down? Cowboys were nine for what seventeen, nine for fifteen. Pretty good third down. Everything you want the run game to do, Dak Prescott was able to do that. It was very reminiscent to the Vikings game. Remember the Vikings game? Early on, they realized this ain't happening. This is not happening. Dak has to win the game. And I said it to Jesse at at, at that, that possession after Jordan Lewis got the fumble and Dak, they got the ball back. The first play was a run to Zeke. I said, please, don't, don't do this. And he got what, like one yard. I said, why would you continue to go back to this well when Dak is carving up this secondary right now? Fortunately, they never ran it again on that possession. Drives him down, gets the go-ahead field goal with a minute and 42 seconds left, and that's where the problems began because you can't <laughs> you, you can't give the GOAT that. So am, am I wrong, guys, for saying relax on being upset that they didn't run the ball? Last night, they never were going to be able to consistently run the ball. No one did last year on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and everyone came back. So, and we talked about this is a week-to-week league, week-to-week game planning. This is that week where you're going to have to lean on Dak. I just didn't think it was going to be 60 throws. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I didn't think that. You're right. They couldn't run on us tomorrow. All right, we got some callers in the line. Let's go ahead and get these things popping. 903, what it is, what it do. 903 going well. I don't know if it's my I don't know if it's my turn or not, but I just wanted to call and say thank you for giving us access to this. As you can probably tell by my voice, I'm probably not your usual caller. Um, hey, we get I've all kind of calls, board. brother. I appreciate you calling though. We get all kind of calls. I know, man. I just I just want to let y'all know that it's nice to hear a younger generation. That makes me sound like an old fart, I know, <laughs> but an, a younger generation of cowboy fans that are so knowledgeable of the game thank because you, sir. I've literally been watching the boys since the Cotton Bowl. Um, you know, when the when the teams both came here in 1960, we were a Dallas Texan fan first because they had a better deal. The kids could get in free with an adult ticket. I think adult tickets were two dollars. Man, I, I wish. That, that's that's <laughs> that's how long we've been watching the boys. But my first game to see the Cowboys play was in November of 63. Unfortunately, I remember it because it was right before the president was shot in Dallas. Mm. But we saw Jim we saw Jim Brown and the Cleveland Browns play in the Cotton Bowl. That's how old I am and I wasn't but, you know, 11 or 12 years old at the time. Hey, I'm but jealous of, night, I'm jealous of you old timers, man. You got a chance to see all the rings. <laughs> well, I will accept the term old timer. I've I've been good called worse. Wisdom, me, but but last night, you know, when you load the box you got to throw, and Dak responded beautifully. Yes. And for the first game out of the box, to only lose by two points, 
is really a miracle considering we were up against, you know, Brady, but to only lose by two points is still a good thing, but it's kind of like kissing your sister. You know, you still would rather not do it. Right. And um, it's that was, um, yeah, Brown, Anthony Brown was woefully inadequate last night, but, you know, C.D. Lamb was probably the best and the worst of our receivers because he still had the yips a couple of times with his hands. Uh, Zeke, I thought, was totally unselfish because he ran when they let him run and he caught when he let him caught, but he blocked like a mofo. There you go. And, you know, he kept he kept Dak clean a couple of times with his blocks, and I think that's one of the things he does in the league that's better than anybody yeah. is catch linebackers coming in. And, you know, the little man, number 20, you know, did his thing too. So everybody, when you look at everybody, both tight ends <laughs> – Everybody contributed, and if it came down to needing a kicker, and I think we're gonna we're gonna wind up if we don't find a kicker, yet, right? if we don't get out of this fossil nepotism club they've got going. I mean, what what's the deal with JP Lattisor being cut just so they could bring in his boy from LA? And it was rumors so that the, the punter JP, from the Rams almost got brought in. Well, yeah, but I mean, JP, there was there, he was the best long snapper in the league, and they cut him only because he was about to break Whitten's record Feels for a number of games played. Feels that way. I mean, tell me why, why they would get rid of Lattisor like that after 17 years of perfect play. So anyway, there's a lot there's a lot of fingers to point, but the main Indeed. thing is, I appreciate you letting this old guy come in on this thing because I'm going to be listening to you practically every day and now that i'm retired i have time to do it so i'll try not to bother and get in the way with with you youngsters because y'all got a lot to say and i'm going to get out of the way but listen thank you brother and i appreciate you and y'all you know i think we got a good season in front of us and i think we proved it last night we put the league on notice that the yeah. cowboys are back and i just hope that they tweak and fix what needs to be fixed, but don't lose that fire because they played hard last night. I give them credit for that. Absolutely, man. Hey, great call, brother. I appreciate you, OG. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, he made, he made some good points. And before we get on to the rest of the callers, I do want to bring this up about Zeke. Remember earlier this week we talked about this This just might have to be a game similar to the Falcons game where Ezekiel Elliott had to, had to play pass protection a lot, and he did that very well. He did that very well. So I won't get on. I'm not getting on. This isn't Zeke. Again, to me, I didn't expect him to do this. I didn't or I didn't expect him to have a successful day on the ground. Didn't. My buddy hit me up prior to the game. He knows I'm a big Cowboy fan. He's an Eagle fan. He put. I'm not a betting man, but he put in a parlay. And I looked at the parlay, and I'm like, cool, 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 cool. I said, it looks good. The only thing I'm going I'm to I'm tell you here is I don't, I don't feel comfortable with that Zeke line. And it was... Ezekiel Elliott gets 50 yards rushing. He said, yeah, but it's 50 yards. I said, yeah, but it's the Bucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They give up three yards per carry. There's no Zach Martin. Connor Williams struggles with power. I ain't trust it. I'm not sure if you went with it. Kerry, if you went with it, brother, sorry. <laughs> Tried to tell you. All right, let's get back to the phone lines here. Uh, nine, nine one zero. what it is, what it do. What's up? What's up? This is Dallas Dog. What's up, Dallas Dog? How you doing, man? Man, I'm all right. I just want to say it was a it was a great game last night, man. And and uh, as far as the the game plan, I went through this with Law yesterday. I called this show, and I was like, look, we we don't need to try to run it twenty times. No. I mean, 
I get it. It's a formula. It's a, it's a cookie-cutter formula for average most teams, not for the Buccaneers. They are built to bust you in the mouth in that run. You're not coming up in gaps. You're not getting on the edge. And, and uh, so I was proud of Kellen for putting the ball in space, putting it in, in CD hands and the wide receivers out on the flat, trying to dump it off. Um, because that's a logical game plan. You you shouldn't be tripping at all. I mean, uh, he had a guy, Law had a guy call the show yesterday, and he said it before I did. The guy said it before I did. Uh, I think we need to use the pass to kind of set up the run because this is a different game. And it's not just that. It's that their secondary is so weak anyway. If you look at any team that beat Tampa last year, it was through the air. Um, yeah. New, New, yeah, New Orleans just, demolished them. I mean, that was that was another game. So that was one of the reasons why I didn't have a whole lot of fear coming into this game. Plus, they were missing their safety. Um, and, yeah, they got uh, banged up you know, during the game, too. It, it, so it was like, hey, do you want to run into the healthy teeth of the defense or do you want to keep attacking their weakness? I, I don't think that's a tough decision. Right. I, and I, I give you a perfect example of how I say that. Let's just say everybody knows uh, Floyd Mayweather is a boxer. So if I give you a choice, I say, all right, you have to face Floyd Mayweather. You want to box him, or do you want to wrestle him? Uh, I bet you I don't say we're going to um, box. I'm not right. boxing with him. So that's that's the kind of same concept with, with the Buccaneers. You're going to run into the alligator's mouth, man. You're just running in the teeth at that point. So, and, I mean, honest with you, <laughs> Dallas really was in position to, to, to really put it on them now, Greg Zerline. There was some hiccup. I don't care about the controversial call. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I didn't even bring think. it up. I mean, but, again, it was it was a controversial call. But, again, this is one of those things like back where uh, 20, was it 14, the Dez catch, no catch? Yep. To me, yep. I didn't – like, at the end of the day, it's frustrating. But it was too much time left yep. on the clock. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers would have probably still went down there and scored. Same thing with here. Yes, right. you know, that was a push-off. They could have yep. called it. But do you guys truly yep. believe that Tom Brady wouldn't have got 25 more yards? Right, <laughs> I right. Still and, uh, honestly, man, I mean, it's Tom Brady. And when you're facing Aaron Rodgers, you got to kind of expect that same thing, no matter how good your secondary is. Now, they don't say they can't make a play, but – it was just one of them things where I looked at it, man, I'm thinking about the Rams game, and I'm like, this happens every year. And I can just name out, even last year with the Patriots, the Phantom Tripping, the Rams, um, and uh, Pittsburgh, we had a quest- questionable call. And you can think about it, those are three games right there, and they did swing the outcome. Um, we could have very well been in position to win a division last year, but I'm not on that. No, 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 now, we're not year, talking about last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I, a lot of people are blowing past uh, the fact that Fournette, he only got 32 yards. I mean, I see what Zeke did, but it's not because he's so sorry this year. He's sucking. That's, that's not what no. it is, people. I, I, I just want to – it's a game plan. And, and if you thought you was going to run in there and run it 25 times and crack the Da Vinci Code, that's not what was about to happen. So, you know – With I, the hobble line You're exactly that. right. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the boys, though, man. Um, uh, well – once again, and this is something we talked about through training camp and all this, and they try to lie to us and say Anthony Brown did some great things. Not so much last night. I've seen one or two plays where he was there. He swatted. Who's, but, oh, 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 no, 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 no. Who said Anthony Brown did some great things? I heard the coaching staff say, uh, or I think it was Mike McCarthy in, in the press. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Brown, he's, he's done some great things. 
And I'm like, I ain't even seen that. Where is Maurice Kennedy? Man, I don't I don't care about it. I ain't heard nothing about Jay Lou or Anthony Brown in training camp um, other than the, the coach. Oh, well, he, he did some great. No, man. We need to find Brown's somebody. That's a liability at this point, man. It is a liability. Get him out. Get right. him out. I mean, we identified this during training camp. Now, they tried to hide him. That's what I figure out. But the only way to hide him, him is to put him in a slot. And and, and and even then, he probably got ate up by A.B. or somebody. So the dude is a liability, like you said. Whoever the hell said that he had played good, that coach needs to be smacked in the face or something. I, I don't know. There was a guy, if y'all remember, and I please, if you're in the chat, don't hide. Come on here and call into the show and let me know who you are. Who t- tried to tell me Anthony Brown was good. He's tired of the Anthony Brown slander. He's a good player. I said, sir, where? Let me tell you what Anthony Brown did last night. Targeted nine Wait. times, 89% completion rate, 117 yards, two tutties, and three explosive plays allowed. Sir? Man, if I was a quarterback, I'd look lean for him no matter. Bit. If he was on the bench, I'd throw towards him. You see what I'm saying? So get him. Like, what? I hope the coach understands, like, your liability is right. And if I could think of another player on defense, but I can't. Jalen did pretty well last night. You know, they Jaylen put him ain't in position, doing that. Listen, listen, listen. Jalen Smith, and this is the one thing I got to bring up here. Jalen Smith, LVE era over. It's over. They mm, played 15 and 16 snaps, and that might have been too much for him. It's over. Yeah, it, it, it was. It, it's, if I don't see Jalen on the field, I'm okay with that. If they want to send him in the blitz, I'm like, over. why? You got Parsons. You know, even with blitzing, I'm like, you got a faster man. So what do you like? But. Anyway, you know, he's yeah. on the team. He's going to be there till next year. Got it. Okay, so, you know, we just got to point out, we, we have pointed out our deficiencies, but that coach hit Danucci out the practice squad. That got me so mad. With nah, I don't know. Let's not do that. We, we ain't talking no practice. practice squad right now, brother. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm not even going to go into that, man, but I, I'm really proud of the boys last night, man, even though we didn't get that victory. You know, I'm going to put a lot of that on, on Zerline's legs, and there's some other things we could have did to uh, – to prevent that from happening. Um, but honestly, man, you, they got to take the refs out of every game because even before the game, I was you. wondering, what? All right, all right. Well, I, I, I appreciate good, you, bro. We got, a, we got a whole lot on here, bro. I got to clock you, all right? All right. Thank you, bro, right. for calling in, man. No oh, man, it's, it, 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 it was a frustrating game, but I appreciate the call. Let me get uh, let me get 432, what it is, what it do. Hey, what's up, Stu? What's going on, man? Hey, man. Uh, first off, shout out Odessa, Texas. I saw that there. Um, shout out to Odessa. And man, that yeah, yeah. Um, and then man, that uh, that uh, uh, that first call you had, man. Shout out to that OG. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's crazy. Two dollars a ticket and stuff. But, um, man, today my heart. I'm not gonna lie, man. Is a little broken. Um, kind of felt like a. Uh, kind of felt like I was hungover, just uh, and how close that game was, and knowing just man like the little things like Zerline, and if he just would have been a little bit better, you know, Left Brown would have been a little bit better. But you can't yeah, leave man. you but can't leave four points take, on the field. You can't do it. Uh, yeah, man, for real. Um, but man, I'm gonna try to be optimistic today. Um, Man, it felt so great and not demoralizing that we didn't get ran on. You know, um, why? But, but let me, hold on. Let me, let me let me let me. But but why does it? Why does it? And this is something that I've been fighting, brother. 
This is something that I've been fighting because this feeling is just getting too normal. Like I, I, I kind of as I'm, I'm kind of tired of of saying, you know what? They did, they, 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 because they always if four is playing, they always fight. There's always a fight, no matter who the team is. Be it Aaron Rodgers. How many times have the Cowboys went punch for punch, blow for blow with Aaron Rodgers, and they've lost? Right, a lot. One out of three or four times. One out of four times they won. Um, so I hear you, and I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, but I'm trying to find. Yeah. I'm trying to find that balance of you know what. There's some positive things to take away, but damn it, the Cowboys need to learn how to win against good teams. And to me, they're figuring yeah. out ways to lose against them. Listen to this real quick, brother. Listen to this. The Buccaneers are the first team in NFL history. To, to, uh, to lose the turnover margin by three, 100 penalty yards, allow 450 yards, and still win the game. That is literally finding a way to lose. And, yes, there are some things, good things to take away, and we'll talk about that. But I'm tired of saying that, brother. That's all. I digress. Yeah. Nah, nah man, I feel you. I feel you on that. I mean, I mean it's true. Um, man, like, in the second half, I felt like, man, if Quinn wanted to make a statement, a perfect statement would be, Brown, you sit down, Kennedy, you're up, you know? Um, man, I mean, it's weird because it's like we know, but it's like we're like, well, we ain't the experts, so, you know, yeah. maybe they're making the right decision and stuff. But, I mean, I feel you on that, you know, it's like, like yes, that last play should have been, you know, I'm not doing uh, that, offensive pass interference. But 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 I'm not gonna be like, right. well, we would have won if it wasn't for that. Because yes, I mean, we did get a whole bunch of penalties. Um, even even I think they called a face mask on the Bucks for us that you know was kind of questionable and stuff. But yeah, you know, I mean, no excuses. Um, and just man, it's if tough. We would have just done. I mean, it's tough. It's a tough yeah. loss. I, I'm with you, man. I, I said it right after I said, uh, and I and I will admit, I will admit, I'll use the term moral victory in pregame show. I I kind of was going into this game like the Cowboys are going to this. They're going to battle. They're going to fight. But I think at the end of the day, the the better team is just going to win because they're just better from top to bottom. Right now, that could change later, and yeah. it. I mean, that happened. But w- when it happens, right, as a fan and I'm sure as a player, you're like, man. F a moral victory. I don't give a damn about no damn moral victory, right? Because you're devastated. You you had the game won and you lost against the Super Bowl champions. So you know I'm not using that term no damn more. But we'll find positives out of out of the game if if it's warranted. And I think it was warranted yesterday. It's just it's frustrating. And I don't want you guys and myself to become accustomed to this because I, I, I think the Cowboys fans have for so many years. We've been like, well. But Dak Duel was so and so. Well, the defense had four turnovers. Well, but at the end of the day, they didn't make the stop. And that continues to keep happening. It, it just does, brother. Sorry for taking over your call. Yeah. This is your call. <laughs> but I appreciate you no, calling no, in, man. No, no, no. Yeah, oh, man, I just got one more thing. Yep, real quick. Um, yeah, yeah. So I would say just based off the of yesterday, um, did kind of answer a lot of my questions. And I was kind of going into this season, you know, kind of being like, man, can we beat a team like 
you know, the Chargers, you know, or like uh, like the Cardinals, kind of like those, you know, tweener teams, you know, kind of good. But heck no, man. I mean, I mean, we'll be fine, man. We'll be fine. And uh, and I think time will tell that for sure. So sure. salute, man. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, thanks, Steve. No Later. problem, man. No problem. I see you guys here in the chat. Uh, T-Mac said, uh, this is why I rock with you, Sky. Salute, man. A lot of people are agreeing with that feeling. Shout out to my Onk in the building. I see, it's so funny, Onk. Love you to death, dog. But you come in when the Cowboys lose, huh? He, he's a Washington, Washington fan. <laughs> but he says, CeeDee Lamb catches those, catches those passes. It's a whole different ball game. Yeah, Lamb was up and down, you know, last night. It's so crazy because Lamb... He would drop the ball, but then he'd make a play. Drop the ball, make a play. Ah, frustrating. Uh, yeah, Chef, Chef do too much. Okay, so so again, the penalty for real, for real to me, that I'm more pissed off about, had nothing to do with the push-off. At, let's just be real, Cowboys Nation. When the Dallas Cowboys kicked that field goal to go up 29-28 to 28, with a minute and 42 seconds left on that defense, you know damn well it was like, that's too much time. <laughs> That's too much time. So, whatever with that. But here's the one that that, t- that just ticked me off. When was it okay to take your helmet off, slam it, and then start, you know, going crazy? I could have sworn that was a, a unsportsmanlike penalty. So, me and Jesse are talking. We're trying to figure that out. And we weren't sure yet. Come to find out, people are throwing the rule book. That was, that's absolutely in the rule. Should have been a 15 yarder. I, 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 that could change that. That's another thing that could have changed something there. It gives you an automatic first down. Now you're first and 10 at what the seven yard line, 10, 15 yard, whatever it was. They were in the red zone. Mm. Mm. It's frustrating. It, 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 that was frustrating. But I mentioned the term red zone. Dallas has got to be better. There's, there's some reoccurring themes that, bookend some positives in the middle, right? Got four turnovers. Dak looked great. The receivers, you know, Mari Cooper, McGovern. I mean, I can't wait to really dive into all of that, like, throughout the week. McGovern looked good. Tyron Smith is back. Collins held up. But but the bookends continue to be the Achilles heel of the Cowboys. One for four in the red zone. On this side of the ball, on that side of the ball on defense, they can't make the game clinching drive stop. I'm not asking for much from this defense. If you've been on this channel, you know my stance for the defense. I don't care about being elite. Don't. You don't need to be elite to win the Super Bowl. You got to do certain things. We talk about these things a lot. I might start calling them the four, the core four, but it might be like five. Got to be excellent on third now. Got to be excellent in the turnover department. Got to be excellent in red zone defense. And you have to be clutch. Clutch to me isn't making a play in the second quarter. Clutch to me, ID, game's on the line. You got to make this stop to win it. I can't remember the last time the Cowboys defense has done that. Those are the core four for me. Those are the core four. Get the ball back. Get the team off the field on third down. Be Really damn good in the red zone and be clutch. The Cowboys in the red zone, they got the turnover by KZ. Got lucky on that one. They were three for four at Tampa Bay. Touchdowns. 
three for four. The last one, I didn't need a touchdown to kick the field goal. So I digress. Uh, those bookends kind of frustrate me, but but there were some good things in the middle if you guys want to talk about that. Uh, we got 520 in the building. What's up, 520? Hey, what's up, Sky? It's Trucker's Life. How you doing? What's going on, Trucker's Life? I appreciate you calling in, man, and the donations and everything you do. And let me tell you something. That fool look bomb. So if you ever in the Dallas area, <laughs> hit me up. All right, for sure. No, nah, man, I um, we gotta throw Eskin Brown off a bridge, bro. We we got to, man. We got we gotta let we gotta let that that ship been sailed. Another thing is Jalen. Was it just me or did it look like it took him three to four steps? Always. To get moving. I mean, I mean that's that's the norm to me. That, that man is struggling to even run downhill. Yeah, that's the norm to me. I, then, I, I expect Jalen to kind of have to hug it, hug it, hug it, hug it, then go. That's just, that's just, that is what it is at this point. It's like a train starting to get mm-hmm. moving. Yeah. But, but he didn't hey, play that much. 16 snaps. Man, I, yeah, but that's still too much. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but right. the other thing, there's no way in hell Keanu Neal should be guarding Gronk. No, I, w- I would never do that. First of all, he don't have the size. He's never been good in coverage, period. He's n- especially against Gronk. Wait, hey, I'm wait, sorry, wait, but wait, you got to bring you wait, gotta wait, bring wait. that rookie in. Wait, wait, to- wait. What size? Okay, go ahead. When you're, what is he, 6'2", six, six, about 6'2", six, 230-something? Two, I mean, I'm talking about against Gronk. But who has the size to cover Gronkowski? He's 6'7". There's not really anyone that has the that's, size to cover Gronk, right? Yeah, it, it, you're right. It's but, more so about Keanu Neal. That's not his specialty. But let's be real, Chuckers Life. Who on the Dallas Cowboys is, is, is shutting down Gronk? But don't tell me a rookie. No, I'm no, no, hell no. Okay, but I'm saying at least give him a chance. He should not be sitting on the sideline with Jalen in the game. Yeah, I, and I asked Jesse this yesterday. I said, is, is this something where, you know, Jabril Cox might start getting onto this field? But, yeah, first game one, we'll see. I think I think maybe he should start getting some snaps. But uh, it was clear as day, Michael Parsons and Keanu Neal were your one-two punch. Even LVE didn't play much. Yeah. Yeah. But then another thing. Um, did, was it just me or did it look like after Donovan Wilson smacked uh, Leonard Fournette yesterday, it looked like Leonard Fournette's heart was taken from him. Donovan Wilson stuck, well, stood him up in the hole, was and that, it looked like he was scared after that. Was that before or after he made that catch on Micah? Because that, that, that catch was a, a catalyst, in my opinion, on that drive. Hell of a catch. Yeah, on that. that was before that. Okay. Yeah, I had a feeling going into this season that our run defense would be good, better, would be better, and I thought they showed a little bit of that last night. Oh yeah, they did. I like the way they fly around, though. But we we, we gotta we gotta be real. Yeah. We knew Michael Parsons was not going to dominate that game, not going against Tom Brady. No. But um, I'll say this, and then I'm gonna end it here. Dak Prescott is a top five quarterback, point blank. Period. Dak Prescott to come out there, ball the way he did. He carried the damn team. He did. Our defense, our defense will mess up. Dak 
Okay, don't worry about it. I got you. I, you know, I just now. wish, I just I wish they could have got it done, so that, that they, so it can be stamped. Because it's, it's until they can get it done against these kind of teams, he's always going to be looked at as an afterthought, and I think it's crazy. But I appreciate you uh, calling in, yeah. Chuck Alive. And then we gotta, we gotta get rid of Zerline. Zerline is, yeah, nah, that, that. Why would you put a kicker out there for sixty-yard field goal? Knowing he ain't been practicing all summer. I don't understand why all, you all just season. don't throw a Hail Mary to your amazing weapons, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's that was my point. But all right, Sky, I will continue to tag you in my my Twitter my Twitter post yes. when I do cook in my truck. Oh, I got the call in line up here. I'll take that off. I appreciate you, man. All right, man. You have a good one and Keep, keep up the good work, man. It's good to see you growing the way you are, man. Thank you, sir. Thank I you, remember sir. when you first started. Yeah, <laughs> it was way different than this, man, but we moving up, man. I appreciate all the support, dude. All right, no problem, man. You have a good one. I got to get off this phone so I can drop this load off. All right, buddy. <laughs> Pause. Um, all righty. So there's a couple things in here I want to combine here. Uh, Sam said, game clinching stop. You know the boys needed a, needed a touchdown on their last drive. I, I definitely wanted a touchdown. I didn't want to put the game in uh, Zerline's hands. That's what I didn't want. Uh, it's hard to keep Brady out of field goal range with one minute left. And then the following was defense had four turnovers and got them to punt like three times. Not a lot of punts. Uh, what more do you want? What I, what I want, listen to this. Let me tell you this. I care less if they give four turnovers or not. Right? Like, what, let me ask you this, James. Would you substitute four turnovers for the game-winning stop? I would. I would. Because that's what that was the last rung, right? Like That was the last rung of the, the core four. If you can't do that, the rest of the ish don't matter. That's what I wanted, to make the stop. And you're right, Sam. Sam says, you know, it's hard to keep Brady. It is hard, but guess what? You're not going to face the Sam Darnolds in the playoffs. You're going to face Tom Brady. You're going to face Russell Wilson. You're going to face, uh, if you get that far, you're going to face a, 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 an Allen, a Patrick Mahomes. Right? You're going to face these top-tier quarterbacks. I don't, I don't want to hear their top tier. You want to be, be a Super Bowl-winning defense? You have to make those kind of plays. You just do. So, and again, and I sound like, oh, man, Sky, you Debbie Downer, or are you getting on the defense? It ain't even that. There were some good things. It's just that I'm hoping they learn from this. I'm hoping that there's the, posit- the positive things roll over into these things happening. But the next time they'll play a, an elite quarterback like that probably won't be till Patty. Uh, I got to look at the schedule. But I, I'll say this. The Cowboys got a chance to get on the run here. They got a chance. I'm. This is the quarterbacks. Sam Darnold coming up. Daniel Dimes coming up. Jalen Hurts. Justin Herbert's good. Kirk Cousins. But these aren't these aren't the Tom Brady's. You know what I mean? And their offenses aren't like that either. So I think the defense can find its footing and hopefully gain some confidence. So whenever they're put in that position again against one of these top quarterbacks, they can come through. Because that is the last thing the defense, that's not the last thing, but that's one of the things the defense needs to do to take that next step. They're going to be better. But you want to be a Super Bowl championship team, you got to make clutch stops. You just do. 
I know that was now Mark. That was the one. Diggs almost had an interception. If Diggs gets that pick, we're not talking about anything right now. We're not. Uh, did I miss a donation? My bad. My bad. Uh, below heaven. Shout out to your man. A two dollar donation. Let me get the. Gotta, gotta drop it. Super chat. He says you don't have a chance without those turnovers. Again, I'm gonna ask you the question: Would you rather have a game clinching stop and trade, or, or, or the four turnovers and lose? That was my question. Of course, you want the dang on. Tur- you, of course, if you don't ask the other part of it, you want the turnovers. That's not what I'm saying. Somebody asks, "What more do you want?" What I want them to do is to make the stop to win the game. That's what I want them to do. That separates. Average teams, good teams, to the best. They make those stops. What did the other team over there do? Cowboys didn't score a touchdown, did they? Okay. Two five four. What it is? What it do? I muted you again. Two five four. There you go. Yo, Sky, can you hear me? Yep, I got you, man. My bad. I muted you twice. What's going on, man? No, it's all good, man. I just wanted to let you know, man. Y'all did a great job uh, on the pregame show, man. I turned, I tuned in a little late, but uh, I know Vach had a comment one day. He said, uh, you know, have an opinion. Don't let your opinions have you. Yeah. And I was getting ready to get on here, and I was getting ready to praise the coaching staff because I was very excited to see them actually have a game plan and not go into the game saying, okay, we're going to establish the run. We're going to do what we do well. No, they actually went into the game and said, okay, Tampa Bay is stout up front. What we're going to do is is our run game tonight is going to be the short, safe, four- to six-yard passes. And that way Dak can get in the rhythm and we can stay ahead of the chains, and that's what they did all night long. And I did not have a problem with that at all. But like you said, it's always a butt with this team. Always it's a damn always butt. A butt. And everybody wants to live on it's that butt instead of acknowledging it and saying the Cowboys need to change the butt. But anyway, go ahead. The, oh, my goodness, the butt. And when you have a game like that and teams are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, you know what decides that game? Coaching. Mm. Coaching is what decides games like that. Coaching. And one of the main things that really hurt me was – Okay, you saw you had a struggling kicker. You saw you had a struggling kicker. You should have been way more aggressive than you were in this. I, I wouldn't have had any problems with the way if they would have went for two on one of those plays, on one of those touchdown scoring drives, or even if they would have went for it on that fourth and two near that goal line. I just really feel like Mike McCarthy, He, I, I don't really feel like he has a, a feel on his team. I really feel like this is Dak Prescott's team, honestly. Oh, for sure. And I feel like this team is the heartbeat of him. And it, it, it just it, it kind of bothered me just to see them kind of give this game away because if you would have told me all those stats that you said, the 450 yards, the four turnovers, I would have said Cowboys winning the game. Cowboys win the game. But in typical Cowboy, <laughs> typical cowboy the, the typical man. Cowboy fashion, we lose. We, uh, and you know what? Y'all can get mad at Stephen A. Smith all you want. But until we Uh-oh. overcome that hurdle, he's right. We find a way to lose. We find a way to mess it up. And I want to be optimistic because there was some good things about this game. And I'm going to name a few and I'll get off. But I'm, I wasn't too much worried about Anthony Brown because we knew he was bad. I was. Antonio I Brown was worried about him. 
Bro, and, but but see, I, and, you know what? If I, Anthony well, Brown, we knew that was gonna happen. But if but that's the thing. That's why I was worried about him because if Anthony Brown is not that bad, maybe the Cowboys win. So so I I don't understand why they went into this game thinking he was gonna be able to match up against his cap. But whatever, man. <laughs> I don't understand. But there you go again. That's coaching. That's yeah. coaching. Yeah. You got you got Anto you got Antonio Brown. He's gonna do that to probably ninety five percent of the league. I don't see anybody stopping him like that. The only difference I've seen was people are harping on Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis battled. Jordan Lewis battled. He got beat, but he so, battled. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's, thing. that's I why I was just – I, I really wasn't – I really wasn't too much worried about that. Uh, another thing that kind of – it kind of perplexed me was was I, I, I didn't understand why they were switching out the linebackers in the beginning like that. And I really feel like yeah, you kind of so messed up the flow of the game with that, you know? I saw let, that let, too. Let Parsons get in there. Let let Parsons get in there. Let Neil get in there. Let him get a feel for the game. He's a rookie. He's got to get. He's got to get his feet wet. You know. Right. So, and then my my final observation was okay. We seen Connor McGovern struggle on the left side. I mean, he played well last season on the left side, but it seems like he dominates on the right side. And I seen someone say on Twitter like. Maybe it's a right-left thing. No, I think it's a Tyron and a Lyle Collins thing. You you put him next to Tyron, he's going to do well. You put him next to uh, Collins, let's he's going to do well. Let's give he's him some credit, man. Well between McGovern played well. No, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a, a ton of credit. And what I said was McGovern might be our Ron Leary that we've been missing for the last five years, that mm. nasty interior and presence that – Ron Leary used to give us. Remember Ron Leary, pants falling down, but he was always on top of the pile, pushing people around, nastiness, and he just brought a different attitude to that offensive line that I don't think Connor Williams gives you. I think Connor Williams gives you solid play, but I Connor think Williams, you stick, uh, Connor Williams got abused, and, and this on. is this is what happens with Connor Williams. He tend and it's and it's I hate to do it because you're right, you got to grade linemen on all sixty-five plays, not three or four. But for whatever reason with Connor, and this happened last year, the three or four plays when it happens ends up happening in the worst times. <laughs> like it happens. I heard Brian, Brian Ryder say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He and says, and, and it happened Williams last night. Give you 70, right. He'd give you 50 good plays, but those two plays usually decide the game. The worst time. He decides to go to sleep. That he decides to go to sleep. And I just feel like maybe you need to uh, experiment with this line. And there, there's again, there goes coaching. You don't wait until game five to say, okay, you know what? McGovern gave us good. Let's, let's try it. No, you go to game two against the Chargers and you say, you know what? Brown, you sit down. It's your turn, uh, Kennedy. Kennedy. Or you say, you know what, Connor? You know what? Yeah, Kennedy, I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? It's your turn to go on the left side and see what you can do with Tyron. Connor, you're in spot duty. Uh, Zerline, hey, I'm sorry, but we can't afford to leave four points on the field in a tight game with the Super Bowl champs opening night ring ceremony, and you leave four points on the field on the field, and we lose by two. You can't do it. You cannot do that. And uh, and finally, in closing, uh, hey, Cedric Wilson is going to be a problem, man. (laughs) I I said this earlier. No, 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 a problem for the league. I said this yesterday. I said. Cedric Wilson is probably your best slot receiver, not named Cooper. He fits that. that I, I think he's better at it than, than CD, honestly. I think he's quicker. He's shiftier. And Dak really, Dak really likes Cedric Wilson for some reason, man. He looked for him a lot last night. And I really believe that they need to uh, put him in the offense a little bit more. Uh, I, I really feel like. Uh, Over who? 
I would think. I mean, I wouldn't say take Gallup out. No, but uh, he's not better than any of our top three receivers. uh, No, no, he's not better than any of your top three receivers. But I really feel like he gives the Cowboys the same the same production that Amari would give you in that middle of the field. Not maybe not as good, but I just feel like that's where he that's his bread and butter. If you looked at last year with that that Seattle game, that's where he did damage right in that middle of the field. And I just feel like his shiftiness, and he has just the feel for the zone. It looks like – and uh, somebody broke down a play I've seen, and they it was a, the swing pass to Zeke, and they had a holding penalty on Tyron, and they caught it back. They showed that play, and Wilson was wide open. Wilson had broke open from his defender. If that goes to Wilson, it's probably a 20 to 25-yard gain, and we're probably looking at a whole different ball game. But uh, right. I, I'll tag you on that on Twitter. I've seen it. So, uh, you know what I'm saying, man? I, overall, I'm happy with this win. I mean, this loss, it could have, it should have been a win. But the biggest test is going to be come next week. Are we going to play down to our opponent, or are we going to keep that same intensity and that same momentum going into that game? You're right. going to hang up and listen to your man. I appreciate you, Sky, man. You're doing a wonderful job, brother. Th- thank you, sir. Thank you. I, I have, have a good day, brother. I appreciate it. <clears throat> you might I appreciate you calling in, but I I almost pressed this button when you told me that Cedric Wilson could be more productive than Amari Cooper. Shut up! Say it again! Say something now! Oh! Say something now! Say something! Now. Gotta collect myself from that, brother. I I got to collect myself. Ain't no way in hell. But I appreciate you giving Seti his props. Seti's a good a good player, but but I'm not taking any of those guys off the field for Cedric Wilson. Um, just not happening. But earlier in the see earlier in the show, I did say that Cedric Wilson will help keep things moving without an issue. I don't think you're going to see a drop off because Michael Gallup may be out with an ankle injury. But uh, man, you were going. You were you had a, you were good into that part. <laughs> you was good into that part, man. Oh man. Uh, hey dog. This is uh, he was speaking some facts except that part. Uh, <laughs> but I do like Seti. That's my guy, man. I, I really do. Uh, I think that we could have came out in more four wide. Somebody said MD Andrews. Uh, I have to go back and look. The, the, the numbers will come out. It did feel like we spread them out some, but a bit disappointed in, in a few aspects of the game. And that uh, one guy is my guy, Blake. Blake Jarwin. I thought uh, Blake Jarwin, in the, in the past game, fine. But I, I just don't see yeah, – I knew that was happening – I just don't see the reason to bring I just don't see the reason to bring him in when you're going to run the rock in the red zone. Why? Why? Oh man, that was uh, interesting though. 214 what it is, what it do? 214 214 what's up? You got me? Yeah, I got you, brother. Hey man, uh a lot of the guys touched on a lot of the stuff that I was going to hit on, but I agree that we should definitely uh, go four wide more often because yeah. uh, I agree that Cedric Wilson, he is definitely a threat. Um, but I think that uh, the main thing I just wanted to go over was the coaching staff to me. Everybody's hating on Zerline, but the coaching staff to me is what lost us this game. Really? I mean, I, I, mean, yeah. I, I get they didn't. it wasn't a, a perfect game by the coaching staff. But you you believe that the coaching this this was a coaching staff's loss? Explain. Yeah, because I think the, the choices that they made, like 
like allowing Zerline to even be in the game. Like that was that was terrible. Like you don't allow him to have a whole preseason oh. without even kicking. So maybe the, the decisions then, leading up to the game. Yeah, and just the special teams in general was terrible, Scott. Like oh yeah, the, the I'm glad you saw that. Was awful. I told Jesse, I said, I said, uh, Bones need to go in there and start yelling and screaming at somebody, starting with his guy Greg DeLeg, because we're giving up big plays and you're not making field goals. Special teams looked bad yesterday. It looked like 2020 or 2019 all over again. Yeah, it was terrible. But just some of the decisions that that they made on defense, like they were saying earlier, like taking uh, Parsons out, like just leave him in there. Like I don't, I don't believe in the other guys we got behind them. I'd rather have the the young guy in there, more athletic. Uh, I don't trust Jalen at all. Love the guy, but I don't trust him. I think he, he can be a good backup right now, but that's pretty much it. Uh, I didn't like some of the inside runs that, that they were doing. I I just think it's all – most of it – most of this loss is on, on the coaching staff. That's that's heavy, you know. Uh, that's that's a different take today. I, I would say if, if I'm going to assist you with that, maybe it was lost – coming into the game, right? Like Anthony Brown. Why is Anthony Brown playing over Maurice yeah. Kennedy? Why is Maurice Kennedy not playing exactly. at all? Um, so so, so, if I'm going to aid you there, I don't agree totally because I feel like the game was still, uh, you know, had a chance to win. Uh, and I think it came down to some plays that the Cowboys did or didn't make. And, and, and I know I might get killed here because Dak played phenomenally. Absolutely balled out. He was warrior. He was the word that was used with us was Herculean. But there were some plays that, you know, were left on the field. Uh, so, and, not, and that's why I'm including Dak is because everybody had a hand in this, I guess including the coaching staff too. Especially that one where he checked out and ran it straight up the middle, that his decision to check out of whatever yeah. they were going to run and run it straight Yeah, up but the they, were, they were back. I mean, that, yeah, they absolutely shouldn't have checked out of that. But that, that was they were on like the 7 or 10-yard line. The, one that I'm, the two plays I'm speaking of uh, were Zeke in the flat, he has this tendency, I love Dak to death, but he has this tendency when he's rolling out, he's always looking for that big play, right? So he's looking deep, and he's going to hold it, I'm going to hold it, I'm going to hold it. And I think he was looking for one of the tight ends or receivers in the back of the end zone. It wasn't there, and he threw it to Zeke like a yard away from the sideline, when in reality, if you'd have put that on Zeke right away, Zeke's walking into the end zone. Um, so there's that play, and then there was a third and six. Cedric Wilson was coming open across the middle, um, and I get it. Third and six, you're not really looking at Seti, right? You're trying to you're looking at your guys, um, but he but he missed them there. But but again, this is this is not mean. This is on Dak. I'm just saying to be fair, everybody had a hand in the the result of the game. Is what I'm what I'm getting at. To be objective here. For sure, I appreciate you taking my call, Scott. Thank you. Have a good week, brother. You too, man. Uh, look, <laughs> look whose picture pops up. All right, we got 919, then we going to lock them up. 919, what it is, what it do? What's going on, Scott? Not much, brother. Trying to get through this thing, talk talk through this game with y'all, man. Yeah. Let me ask Scott. Do you think Dallas played good enough to win that game? Yeah, I, absolutely. All right. Okay, do you think Dallas plays perfect? No, I, I don't think no team plays perfect. Okay. Do, do you think Tampa Bay played perfect last night? Absolutely not. When you have four turnovers, you don't play perfect, right? So, no. That's no. right. So, we, all right. Okay. Uh, both teams made a lot of mistakes. But if I was to say that overall I thought Dallas outplayed Tampa Bay, 
Would you think I was crazy for saying that? Say that again. If I said from my eyesight, I thought besides maybe special teams on offense and defense, Dallas played better than Tampa to a certain degree. Would you think I would be crazy for saying that? No. I don't think you could watch that game okay. and come away saying, you're crazy for saying that. No, because guess what? Cowboys okay. are winning 29-28 and 28 with a minute and 42 seconds left. So. Okay. All right. What I'm a little uh, frustrated about is Mike McCall said at the end of the game when they talked about that play with Galway, what he felt about it. He said, well, I don't, like, I don't think the game should come down to that. It should. And that's true. But when you play Tom Brady, you can't leave it into like that. Do, do I, because I feel like yes. if that was Gallup or Cooper or CD, Cedric Wilson, and we've seen in the past, them 50 50 calls, because that's what it was. We get we don't get our share of them 50 calls. And I just don't wonder why. Because I feel like in my heart, and I'm going to ask you that. I'm going to ask you this question here. If that had been our receivers, do you think it gets it uh, gets called? It, I mean, let's just called. let's Thank just be you. real. It gets called. It gets, call. it and, gets called. And, that's, and, I, that's, and, and listen, that's all I want to hear. I've come to the conclusion this is just this is going to be it, man. And, and I don't think I don't think this is some conspiracy. I don't think anything like that. I just think it is what it is for whatever reason. These things don't go Dallas's way. But the reason why I'm not going to hang my hat on that is because Tampa Bay had 11 penalties last night for 106 yards. And Dallas was, yeah. Dallas was doing some tugging on that last drive, brother, and they missed some calls. So I, I'm not going to harp on it much. It sucked. It absolutely sucked. But but I think you could have put yourself in a position where that shouldn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. But what I'm trying to say is, and I, and I, I will tell a lot of Cowboys fans today, and I, I, I'll tell any fan this, if you're going to beat Tampa Bay, and you're going to beat Tom Brady, you have to play almost perfect. He's earned that. Yeah. Man, you're right. You're That's right. It. He I earned appreciate. that. You got to play perfect. All right, man. You have a good one. Thanks, brother. Uh, there's a couple donations here. My guy, Elgin, who called, he said, my point about Sed is nobody has a fourth corner coming close to covering him. I, I agree. Sed, Sed's a beast, and that's why I said, I appreciate you giving him his flowers. I just had to, I had to, I had to make a laugh at the he could outproduce or produce just as well as, as Cooper. Or Lamb, in my opinion, I, I don't agree. You know, I, I don't. I don't think he's he's as good as those guys. But maybe maybe you're thinking of it in like a Laurent Robinson type of way, where not a good talent, but if he gets the the volume, the volume right, targets and catches, maybe the production is there. I'm trying to help you out here, but uh, I just had to I had to crack a little bit. I appreciate that for Elgene, and he is a good follow on Twitter, man. Make sure you follow. Him. Uh, shout out to Re, uh, was it Re Rooney says. 499 donation. Let's be clear. Dallas defense played well enough to win this game. Offense miscues. This is what I mean. This is this is what I mean. Every time this happens, for whatever damn own reason, defense gave up 31. Defense. I mean, I'm not saying this is the defense's fault. This is like I said, everybody had their hand in this. To sit here and say, ah. Defense was great. It's offense fault. It's silly. The defense absolutely played a hand in this as well. It, it, it just did. Now, what you want to see is the defense get better from this as well as the offense. But my guy, 
when your quarterback throws for 403, 58 times, drives your team down there, gets the lead, all you're asking for is your D to make the stop. Did they play good enough to win? The team played good enough to win. The defense got four turnovers. Didn't close it out. I feel like we're stuck in this. We're stuck in this. We're stuck here. It's always a but, like the caller said. It's always a but somewhere. But be it offensively, be it defensively. It's frustrating. You know what I mean? It's super, super frustrating because we're trying to find the positives in this whole thing. We're trying not to be totally negative, but it's a bottom line business. And bottom line, Dallas has to find a way to win these type of games instead of being the first team in NFL history to lose a game after having a three turnover margin win, 100 penalty yards, and 450 yards allowed. Got to find a way to win, man. That's all I'm saying. Everybody had a hand in this. It's not just one or the other. Um, nine seven two. What's up, man? This is uh, Tyrone from Bourbon, man. What's going on, Tyrone? Not much, not much, man. I just wanted to kind of echo what you just said. This wasn't just one person. No. Or one. This wasn't just the defense or offense. This was a team loss. Like a team loss. There's a offense, lot of defense, special teams, coaching. Everybody had a small part in this, and, and that's just that's that's the fair assessment. Absolutely, man. And I also wanted to say, Kevin Moore and they, they played great. But I don't like that throwing 58 times. Nobody does. I understand that. <laughs> you can't. You can't throw 58 times, man, because that allows too much room for error. error. You know, you're going to have to have a you're going to have an interception or a, a holding penalty or, you know, you got to let kind of bail deck out and hand the ball off a couple of times, even though uh, so, it's so- a vaunted. So unfortunately, he had to he he had to throw a lot last night because the running game just wasn't happening, right? And if you would have told if you would have told me the Cowboys lost time of possession, then I would argue, yeah, you can't do that. But they didn't. Dak was able to keep the chains moving, and they won time of possession by ten minutes. So what you wanted to accomplish in the run game actually happened anyway. Well, not just overbearingly run the ball, but. You have to at least run a little bit more. Like, 58 times is too much. I mean, I, see. I understand that we have to pass in that situation. Passing was good. But, I mean, some of those passes were, you know, that were dropped or were um, led into penalty. That could have been a run three or four yards, and, you know, uh, that would be better for Dak. And I think that how, would have been how, 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 how was how is running the ball and getting two yards in a cloud of dust better for Dak Prescott? Because eventually he's going to break one. He's going to break one, and then it's going to um... – That's now, see, that's just being stubborn. That that goes back to being – you want to run a Jason Garrett offense, let's bring Jason Garrett back in here. That's being stubborn. Instead of playing – No, not, not Jason Garrett offense, but, you know, you have to be able to run the ball. You have to kind of impose your will. I mean, not maybe just up the middle, but – Maybe um, but you run can't, a sweep, that, that, a jet sweep. I, 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 okay. I, don't, I, I hear you. Yes, it's nice to be able to run the ball, but styles make, was it styles make the matchups or matchups make the fight? 
this wasn't a matchup where you go in here and say, I don't give a damn. We're going to run the ball 28 times, 30 times. You would have literally hampered your offense more than, you know, helping your offense. You didn't lose this game. And I understand you that. Did, here's the thing. You didn't lose this game because you threw the ball 58 times. We all agree. We don't want to see that happen, but that's not the reason why the Cowboys lost this game. Yeah, and I understand that. Um, you're, you're absolutely right that if you're just going to ball down and run the ball no matter mm. what, I mean, you're going to have to throw against a team like that. I understand that. But still, you have to still mix it up because – a lot of there was a lot of plays out there they could have uh, either ran out the gun or well I, I could have think they kind of mixed it a little uh, just a little bit better. I would have liked. They, I, did a great job. I would have liked to see them what I call the extended handoffs. I said like seventeen times, the extended handoffs, quick dump out to TP or Zeke. Um, uh oh, we still there? We still there? You you there, brother? Hello. Uh, yeah, I think we yeah, got, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, disconnected for a quick second. Uh, so I, I, I would have, I wanted to see a, a few more of those dump offs, design dump offs, screens. Where did the screens go? You know what I mean? Like that. Those are the the exactly. running, the run game things you needed, as opposed to just every time they ran it up the middle, there was no success. It was nothing. Exactly a screen there, or but that was still a pass. But at least you know, at least get try to get Zeke the ball. <laughs> you yeah. gotta get Zeke the ball. You gotta get the ball. And another thing is, um, when your defense turns the, the offense over, what four times? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say three times because that one interception. That yeah, the hell Mary. You have yeah. to win that game, really. You really have to win that game. I mean, but but let me just um, end it on this positive note. We're going sixteen to one. Hey man, listen, I love I, I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> All right, brother. Appreciate the call, man. All right. Thank you, bud. Uh, yeah, I'm not mad at coming away with positivity. There were some positive things to take away. Just me, I'm seeing uh, the pass rush on the edges was there. The interior was not. But I, I wonder if that'll get better as you get Neville Gallimore back, Tristan Hill. Uh, maybe you go out and get someone. I don't know. But I think that'll get better, hopefully. Um, turnovers was a good thing. You hope that continues to click. I worry about AB. I worry about Jordan Lewis. So I need this front to get home. I need this front to get home. I need him to get home. All right, we'll go, we'll do 210, and I promise you, I'm going to lock this thing. <laughs> 210, I'll get into the chat for a little bit, and then we head out. Uh, 210, what it is, what it do? 210 going once. 210 going twice. Two one oh so oh oh, oh oh you almost got sold. You there? Yes, sir. My fault. You good, brother? What's up? What's up, man? Hey, this is Jacob. I'm just calling real quick to about that special teams, about what that about two callers ago said about the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So I was just I was just thinking, um, like why why not dress Hooker but play Thompson? Call him up from the practice squad and you know, I understand special teams is the reason why you probably don't dress hooker, but you got several other players like Curse, Mukwamu. Well, Mukwamu wasn't even dressed up either, but, you know, you got you know, Sean Wright and all these other guys. I am uh, you know? very intrigued to know why he didn't play. I don't know if anybody asked that question, why he didn't even, he didn't even, he didn't even dress. I don't know. I have no clue, man. 
Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, that's, that's the only really takeaway I have with the coaching staff. Is other than that, you know, I think that Kellen Moore caught a really great game. Yeah, and, I'm not mad at I'm know, not mad at Kellen after this game. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, and, and Dan Quinn too. Dan, I mean, and compared the, to Mike Nolan. Oh yes, yes, yes. There, to compare to Mike, yes, but there were there there were some things with Dan that Jesse was bringing to my my attention that had me saying, okay, hopefully he learns from this. And one of those things was, why the hell you keep on singling it up, AB? Right? Like you know that's your weakness. That was like the the Kellen Moore effect last year. You know Terrence still can't block. You know Brandon Knight can't block. Why the hell is he going one on one against Miles Garrett constantly? Right? So so why you why why Quinn are you not? Giving A B some help or or benching a guy to put somebody in that can can maybe switch it up. So that part of it, I'm like, ah, right, come on, Quinn, got to do better. Um, other than that, I, you know, I'm not coming away from Dan Quinn discouraged. Yeah, hey man, and then one more thing, before I'll let you go. Uh, I'll be out in the game, the you know the home opener. Oh, it's uh, gonna be lit. You and Jesse out at Texas Live. Yeah, it's gonna man, you gotta get there. It's going to be crazy for the home opener. Hopefully, the Cowboys get this dub next week, and that way that home opener has even more juice coming into it. Yes, sir. All right, Scott. I'll let you go, man. I'm here listening. And see you soon, man. Salute, brother. Appreciate you calling in. Yes, sir. <laughs> Chalk said, I'm getting sick of Kellen Moore in the red zone. So, I like here's, here's the thing, guys, because you know we're going to talk it out. Kellen Moore was on the, I don't want to say hot seat, but he was, all right, I'm watching you, man. Can can you continue to develop? Can you continue to be better as a play caller? I, I didn't come away from this game upset at Kellen Moore. And, tell, and you know, talk talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. I know I ain't crazy, but talk to me and let me know why everyone's upset. Not everyone, but people are upset with Kellen. Here's the thing. I, I And I'm not trying to dog my guy, but is it Kellen Moore's fault? Dak didn't hit Zeke. So he could turn it up field and get an easy touchdown? I don't kill him. Boom, there's one tutty. That would have helped you out in the red zone. <laughs> I thought the play call was a good play call where they did the pitch to Zeke. The execution absolutely sucked. It's one thing if the execution is so-so. It sucked because Blake Jarwin couldn't put a hat on a hat. That's another, another tutty. So to me, the red zone complications last night after thinking it through was more about execution than, than play calling. This wasn't one of those situations where you're playing the Reds, the Washington Washingtons, and it was like, what the hell are you doing down there, Kellen? Like, what are you doing? I thought those two good play designs not executed well. And even, okay, so Mel says, Dak said it was his fault. I think he's talking about that Zeke one. So, I came I came away fine. I came away fine from Kellen last night, and and I applaud him for not getting stubborn too much because I thought I, I thought I saw it creeping in there on that last possession, and just saying we're going to give Zeke the ball because we got to give Zeke the ball. That wasn't the game to do that. The game plan worked. It actually worked. You won the the time of possession by ten. You converted nine of was it fifteen or sixteen whatever uh, third downs. Dak Prescott ate them up like he should have, right? If it was blocked up. Now, boy, that front, that front was coming, man. And Vita Vea was coming, and they were getting hits on Dak and what have you. He only got sacked once, and you could argue that sack was on him. 
He was pressured, right? The offensive line wasn't flawless, but I got to give a hat tip to him because that is a stout defensive front. You're not going to run into that kind of defensive front every week. That's why I think the Cowboys have a chance to go on a run here. We're going to dissect today's game. And, and just because it was a loss and we're talking about these negative negatives does not mean I think the Cowboys are going to have this bad season. This is a formidable Super Bowl team. Learn from it. You're going to play about one or two more of those type of teams later on in the season, specifically Kansas City. I think this team has the ability to be a double-digit win team, for sure. I, I thought that prior to last night. Prior to last night. I don't really have a number, but I thought this team could be one of those teams that gets into the playoffs. Let's see what happens. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. To be elite, you got to be clutch. And that's what I need to see the Cowboys do against good teams. I think there's some positives come away from this, though. I do. MD Andrew says, I'll say, where you go, bro? I'll say this. We're going 6-0 in division without a doubt. I think we can absolutely. <clears throat> I can't wait. To, I can't wait to week three. Uh, Somebody said audio's in and out. I, I, I think we're good here. John Jones says, the tight end sprinkle would have made that block. I was screaming for that in the postgame show. I, I'm sitting here like, why not? If, if you're going to run that, that tight tight end set in the red zone, you're not spreading it out. Bring in Jeremy Sprinkle and don't tell me, oh, man, that's a dead giveaway. No, it ain't. You're on the three-yard line or what would have you. Easily can do a play action and dump it off to Jeremy Sprinkle. I'm not asking him to run 20 yards down the field if I do a play action. Bring Jeremy Sprinkle in the damn game. You got Dalton Schultz who can make the catch. He was on the play, but he can also make that catch. So I'm hoping, again, they learn from that mistake and say, listen, man, it is what it is with Blake Jarwin. He ain't going to block. He's not going to block. So we're going to put him out there to throw that thing. How you doing, AFEO from Nashville? William Anthony said that that option pitch in the red zone never worked, but Kellen always calls it. No, I've seen it work. I've seen it work, and, 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 and I can't wait to go back. It, it was there. It was there, Will. It was there. If, if, if 89 just gets a hat on a hat, Zeke scores a touchdown. I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with that play call. Is my mic sketchy? I'm reading these comments here. A couple people. Cowboys Chad says, we will see Tampa in January. Texas Bread, what's going on, man? What's going on? All right, before I get out of here, one word answer. How are you feeling about the Dallas Cowboys after week one? How are you feeling? Are you feeling better than you did before the game? Worse? Than you did before the game, or about the same? Better, worse, or about the same? See, Burleson says Zeke should have put his head down instead of juking. That's just a bad miss, brother. Now, a lot of people were saying Zeke, I'll oh, pay $90 million. Zeke got to make somebody miss. <clears throat> Man, that, that, you know, we expected my guy to make the buck. That, that was just tough. That's just tough. All right, Aisha said. Optimistic from April. Cowboys said better. Hello said hurt. T-Max said confident. I like that word. Alpha said same. Asia better. My guy Frost said great. Montana said good. Swift says better. Eugene says better. Uh, Darius is better. Montana better. Better from T-Mac. Positive says Mel. Joshua says better. Eric is better. Texas Bread had blamed the kicker. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't do enough of that on today's show, but... There was way too much other goodness to talk about. Mark says great. Linda says better. 
Joshua says, amazing barring injury. Man, y'all giving me a lot. Hector, better. Uh, C says, legit. I like that word. I do like that word because a lot of people came into this game saying specifically Dan Orlowski. Oh, they're going to get blown out. Is number four play? Oh, I damn blown out. Uh, Hoxton says better, but annoyed with the same issues with the secondary. I'm with you. Pop says confident. I like that word. Uh, yes, Aaron, I did hear Tom Brady say, we'll see you in the playoffs. And, and, and again, he can say that because he balled. Because he balled. We got a Rams fam in the building. Shout out to you. Elijah said worse. He's not feeling good about the CB2 and CB3. How, how am I coming out of this one worse? Bobby says, unbelievable. Vaughn, Super Bowl bound. <laughs> I'm with you, Victor. Stop blaming one side of the ball. There, This was a total team uh, loss, in my opinion. Great, says Brandon. Sadika says, I still feel that Dallas will go far. And Josh says, I ain't trying to eat no IHOP. That's a inside from Vaughn's show. So I'm with most of you guys. I feel better. I do. I feel, I feel better uh, coming out because they went toe-to-toe, blow-for-blow, with Tom, with the Super Bowl uh, champion Buccaneers, and here's why I can come out of this feeling better. It ain't it ain't because of AB and J. Lou, right? It ain't because of those guys. But I like what I saw from the offensive line without Zach Martin and Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith. I think everyone believed offensively, if these guys stay healthy, you can score on anybody, right? And McGovern showed me something last night. McGovern showed me that maybe he needs to be in a meritocracy with the left guard, Connor Williams, right? Or or maybe, again, can he play center? Tyler Beattis was good. Can he play? You know what I mean? But maybe he needs to start getting in that conversation. And if you can get that offensive line to be back to that formidable offensive line, now that's where the when the game plan calls for it, Ezekiel Elliott can go off and Dak doesn't have to throw for 58 times. I feel better if I had to bring up something on the defense side of the ball, turnovers. One of the things we often talked about last year on defense, they always seem to drop those, those balls that hit them in the hands, right? Xavier Woods, famous for it. Tip ball comes to him, dropped. It happened too far, too often last year. Got four turnovers. Fumble comes out, you actually fell on it. Tip ball from a, a, a errant, little bit of an errant throw on a screen from Tom Brady. Boom, right in the dig's hand, he catches it. Jay Lou almost took one to the crib at the end of the half, but at least he got that stop. So I feel better about turnovers because they do come in bunches. I feel worse, though, about the cornerback position coming out the game. But that it was too much goodness to say what I feel worse about overcomes the goodness. So I feel better. Especially go look at the go look at the uh, go look at the um schedule. Chargers, Eagles, Giants, Panthers, Vikings. All right, now. All right, now. Dallas, you got a chance here to go on a nice run, barring injuries. A nice run. All right. Oh, that's a good point there, Mel. A little bit of a blown coverage. But he says, no blown coverages like last year. There was only one time there I could say, was that a blown coverage or did KZ just not get deep enough? And that was when Mike Evans dropped that wide-ass open ball. That could have been game right there, but he dropped it. But sometimes you need that to happen. All right, guys, man, I appreciate y'all putting up with me today with the phone line situation, with the the emotions running. Um, 
through the first game. Uh, Ruben said, bro, this is one game. We all said three or four games to jail. Think we are ahead of schedule. And that's the thing. It's one game. It's not even a game that I had the Cowboys winning anyway. But again, as I kept trying to tell everybody, week one does not dictate what you do for the rest of the year. Tampa Bay was blown out week one, ended up winning the Super Bowl. Dallas was 3-0 in 2019, ended up missing the playoffs. Normally in this in this era, really the kind of the Tony Romo era, when they've started 0-1, they've ended up winning the division anyway. So it never was about the result. It was about the what for me. And I know, again, you can kill me all you want, but this week one was never about the result to me. It was always about the process to get to the result. How did we get there? If we got there with a lot of encouraging things, it could feel good moving forward, and I do. I do. With that said, y'all, appreciate y'all joining me today on A to Z Sports Live. On the A to Z Sports Dallas YouTube channel, make sure you follow us here on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Check out A to Z Sports dot com slash Dallas for all the articles. I'll have my Inside the Numbers article up this week. Is Gallup going to be okay? Go check it out. We will follow it. I will let you know. Appreciate you, man. Really do. Tonight, 8 p.m. Central, our guy, Mo Rowe, will be in the building. Come through. Peace. I want me some glory hope.